Welcome back to Heard the Podcast. I'm your host, Danny. And I'm joined <laughs> And I'm joined by by a very special guest, Miss G Lit. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh. I'm great. How welcome are you? to the welcome to the DMV. <laughs> Thank you. For welcome your, to the DMV. Thank you. Like the intro? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Very special. Very like. So G Lit is um big. came all the way from Virginia Beach. Yeah. How was that drive? It was slight. I'm not gonna lie. It was I'm slight. Like, what yeah. you mean? Is that yeah. like? Was does that Virginia slang for like a long time? No. It was no. Easy. What? Uh, Are you serious? <laughs> Are you trolling me? No. Slight. You trolling? You said it was three hours. It was slight. That's slight. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. ATL is, is down eight hours, nine hours. You driven to ATL? Yeah. I'm only flying. Actually, let me tell y'all about the story. We're going to get right into okay, it. Okay, get into the story real quick then, because I got a little game to play, a uh, little icebreaker game. I drove to ATL. We got in an accident three hours in. No. We hit a fucking deer. You and your manager? No, I was with my homeboys. This is five years ago. It's part of this, this group called God's Great Ug. Uh, Going, what the fuck is that shit saying for? I forget. Can you hear me in the headphones? Greatness, yeah. Okay. Greatness over deceptive strength. That's what it's standing mm-hmm. for. We was driving to ATL. We hit North Carolina. It was like three hours in. Hit a fucking deer. See, now the deer shit be scaring me. I'm, I'm so the afraid fuck of the deer. Out of me. We had to turn around another three hours, get my dad's car and drive another nine hours. Up. Who was driving? I was driving. Mm. I was just chilling. Now I just seen that motherfucker come across. I said, "Well, what the fuck I'm supposed to do now?" It was dark. Now it was daytime, and that joint just ran out. Just came out the fucking. That shit just ran the fuck out. Yep, that's Mm. how I know how long ATL is. (laughs) (laughs) You never forget. Have you driven there again after that? Are you traumatized? Nah, I am. (laughs) Fly your ass next time. Book a flight. Charlotte. That's like five five hours, but. Me and my friends, we've driven to um, North Carolina, because North Carolina, that's that's where Charlotte is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've driven to North Carolina in like six hours from the DMV. So y'all didn't go far? Y'all was like at Durham or something like that? Something. I don't know. It was, we just, we, she was driving. So I was like, let me go on this little road trip. It was like a cute little situation. So let me yeah, just hop in the car. Yeah, she got family down there. So she used to like driving back and forth, you know, here and there. Yeah. Um, so it was a nice little road trip, but. Okay, well, I'm really glad that you decided to come. I'm really happy that you Thanks decided to invite. join um, her at the podcast. Thank you for asking to come. I'm just, I, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know, that I didn't see, I'm so shocked when, when people say they, they know about my show, like they've seen my show and they want to come on and stuff. I'm always so shocked, but I'm really glad that you, um, you know, we were good enough to grace your presence. No, I, so I saw your podcast with um, Zaria. Zaria, mm-hmm. Zaria. Mm-hmm. And. What? Huh? How do you say his name? Oh, Chiquete? Yes. <laughs> yes, you no. won the, because, no, because G Lit and Chiquete both won the Broccoli City Fest competition. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of how I got tapped in with the, the DMV. DMV. Mm-hmm. So, like, I came up here and I did the audition. Motherfuckers was fucking with me, and they were, but uh, man, the DMV was already fucking with me before. Mm-hmm. I even knew mm-hmm. for real. So yeah, 
So that's why I've been coming up here because I really just want to put my footprint up. Here. Yeah, for sure. And I'm glad. Like I'm really. It, but that I whole... saw your shit though. Sorry to cut you off. No time. But I saw your shit and I was like, a lot of people that do podcasts they don't understand like the visual mm-hmm. presentation is so important mm-hmm. and and what you just the visual presentation because that's what the that's what it is right now like. If you don't catch their attention by looking, they mm-hmm. probably won't hear it because their shit is probably on mute. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how I caught your shit because I was like, you got to think as a consumer because you are a consumer yourself. So mm-hmm. I was like, nah, her shit hard. Yeah, I made and sure I to like, start doing video. And I like that you really just be talking like you just, like you, you have conversations. It's not like, okay, well, how'd you drop this song? Yeah. Like those are kind of weird. Yeah. Those are you usually get, get those like, like radio station press runs type thing. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, Some like, stations be cool. Like, I was paid to be here, so you yeah. Know what I mean? And they just they just ask you shit that's like surface level. Yeah. What's your name? Right. Like, what's your name mean? Yeah. But um, so I want to do um, we usually do an icebreaker, especially for new guests. We do an icebreaker. We play a game. It's usually like this or that, or like you know a song for a song type of thing. And you tell me which one you prefer. Like, which one is the better one? Like you know, like a like a mini little verse. Cool Think of it like as a mini little verses, okay? Cool Because I because you know I listened to your music, did my research. And I'm like, hmm, let me let me let me catch her vibe. So this is just you know catered. This is catered to you. So this is this is where we're gonna this is what we're gonna do. Okay. So, I'm going to start off with this song first. <laughs> this is right. This is D'Angelo, Untitled, or yeah. How Does It Feel. Mm-hmm. So, that song, or <laughs> this one. What you got? This is um, Women's Worth by Maxwell. So, D'Angelo, how does I it feel? Do or it. Maxwell, how does it feel? Really? Over a Women's Worth? Yeah, it's the... Mm-hmm. That should give you like It's the that. production. Ah! It's the production. Okay, I thought I thought the vocal would have got you from uh, a Women's Worth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Next. Woke up this morning. The Way by Jill Scott mm-hmm. or Next Lifetime by Erica Badu. I'm going to tell y'all the Next Lifetime is like one of my favorite songs. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. yes. What's your top three Erica Badu songs? Next Lifetime. Mm-hmm. I like this song called uh, 10 Feet Tall. Mm-hmm. And... I, I don't know what they're, I don't know. For me, I like window seat, bag lady, yeah. and next lifetime. That, that gets me every time. But that 10 feet tall shit is crazy. 10 feet tall? Yeah. It's okay. a couple of them I like, but I, I say those are my top two. I don't, know top my, two? I don't know my third one. That's good enough. Top two, top two. Have you seen a lab before? Yes, we did. We, y'all have? Yeah, we went to When? The, Recently? Yeah, that was four months ago. Oh, really? She was here in D.C.? No, she was Virginia. at uh, Portsmouth. in Portsmouth in, uh, at the Pavilion. Okay. Okay, how was she? She was dope. She was? She was cool ass motherfucker. She, she was, was performing her new project. She lit some incense and stuff? Yeah, uh, I think so. She was playing the, um, like she had a beat pad and shit. She was doing oh, her shit. shit. She was doing that? Yeah. Okay. okay. She was cool as a bitch. Okay, so next. This is for you. You. Now let the vote come in first. Oh, 
superstar by Usher. So now, this is the thing, right? I'm experimenting. This is like a little test because, you know, they often try to say that these two people should do a versus. And I'm kind of on the fence about it. I'm kind of not. I don't know. Because if they did, I wouldn't know what song for song they would go in. So I maybe it may be I may maybe a reach. <laughs> this next song I'm about to play may be a little reach. Okay. Um, but I'm just gonna play it. So <clears throat> Usher play it. Usher Superstar or this one. <laughs> Popping by Chris Brown. <laughs> Superstar? Okay, I respect that. I respect well, that. I'm not going to say they they would definitely go crazy on the verses. You think so? I think they yes. would too, but I don't know what, like, what, they would have to really, like, organize it in a way where it's like, Usher doesn't really eat him up too bad. You know what I'm you saying? You think he would smack him? I think Chris Brown got hits. He he has hits. He has but hits. But you guys think, like, when's the last, I'm not, sorry, Usher, if you ever see this video, when's the last time he dropped, like, hit? Usher, um... He did have that song with Summer Walker. I think he just had a song with City Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm saying, mean. like, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. Brown's still dropping consistent hits, so he's still got an ar- arsenal that's building up. But Chris Brown is, is coming up after us, you know, because Usher, like, kind of trailblazed for Chris Brown. No, for sure. So, like, I feel like Usher, I mean, Chris Brown is, what, 32, 33, and Usher's, like, in his almost 40s now. I think when uh, when Usher was that age, he had, like, hits. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he's just, you know, following I the think, guideline. I think I think Chris Brown would probably keep up. He, he might, could keep up. I, he I think he lose. could, too. I think he could, too. He might lose, but I think... Chris Brown would keep up. He could keep up. And I think it would be a good show all the way through. It wouldn't be like, oh, Chris Brown ran out of hits. Because Chris no, Brown, if know. you think Chris about Brown it, got, this motherfucker got hits for days. And his albums be 40 songs long. I'm not yeah. even I'm not even over that. He got at least five hits off of each album. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five singles, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We're almost done. So, this song. So this is Pippin' All Over the World um, with Ludacris and Bobby Valentino. That was definitely a moment. That was definitely a moment. Okay, so it's Pimpin' All Over the World or this one. Where you think I'm from? <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Beautiful by Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. That was that was the shit. Yeah, that's it. That was the shit. That was a whole moment. Yeah, a yeah. whole moment. Yeah. Damn, and that video too. But yeah, that, I had to pick this one because that video they were all over the world and then pimping all over the world. So I had to. That that was that definitely sense, a both. That yeah, it, it was similar. It came hand in hand, so I had to. So that's just hands down beautiful. How you feel about pimping all the world though? No, I fuck with it. Mm-hmm. And I like the sound, like, from that time. Mm-hmm. I think it should come back. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? What kind of sound? What do you mean? Like, I, I don't know. Just that sound from that era. The production? From that time. Yeah, the mm-hmm. production, my bad. The production from that time, I think it should come back. I think that would bring the longevity back to mm-hmm. music. Okay. Yeah. Last yeah. round. Yeah. Last round. 
So I typed a text to a girl I used to see Saying that I chose this cutie pie with whom I want to be And I apologize if this message gets you down Then I cc'd every girl that I'd cc round town Okay, so of course that's International Players Anthem with Outkast and UGK That was definitely a moment A classic song that they play that shit in the club right now Everybody's gonna go fucking crazy I'm just trying to tell you right now so, is that song or? Are you gone? She, she told me. Check it out. This is what she said. She said, oh, 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 oh. She said she wants some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross, a little Anita. But that's what she said. Slow jams. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Slow jams over. I mean, um, Outcats over. Um, so, players anthem over slow jams? Yeah. Really? Why? I'm curious. That intro is just ridiculous. Mm. I think I think that would Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. A bit, you know, Jimmy Fox. I wouldn't I don't know. Jimmy Fox was I good think. for his little intros and stuff cuz he his, his intros and his, you know, his impersonations that he does yeah. and like That's your final answer? Yeah. 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 Damn, I don't even know what I would pick. Shit. I would probably go with Slow Jams because I'm just like a huge Kanye fan, especially back back in that era that he was in. Mm-hmm. And then I saw his documentary and I saw like how you know that song was made. So, but then again, I love Outkast, and then see, you know, you don't know. Rest in peace, rest in peace, uh, Pimp C. Yeah. I don't know because that video was everything too. See now I don't know because Andre three thousand that's 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 my nigga right there. I, I need to meet that man one day I before think. he. And he I heard he be at Whole Foods now. Like he just be at Whole Foods like chilling. What Whole Foods? I don't know. Somebody he be at Whole. They be seeing him at Whole Foods and shit. Like just being regular. Matter of fact, you right because I be I have definitely <laughs> seen pictures of him on t- on uh, Twitter and stuff just cheesing. Um. So you're from the seven five seven, correct? Yeah. So let's start there. So, um. What is it like being from Virginia Beach? Because I've never been, honestly. Maybe I'm embarrassed to say that, but I've never been. But I definitely know that, you know, some greats have come from the 757. So it is very cliquish. So, like, oh, really? Yeah. So, like, people always say it's nothing to do in Virginia or in the 75, but like, you got to know where everything is at. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. For you to know, like, what's the moves tonight? Oh, what's the moves? So you're born and raised. Yeah, yeah. Because some people, because like a lot of people that I interview that are from DMV, they they some of them say like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm actually from such and such, you know, Colorado, but I moved here when I was three and da da da. da. But you I have definitely a brother from Colorado. Oh, how's that? I see, I've never been to Colorado before either. I need to go. Oh, I think of, I think of mountains and shit. I don't know why. Is there mount? There's mountains in Colorado, right? I don't Fucking okay, like fog. I think of like mountains and fog. And mm-hmm. But Virginia, okay, for like just being from there, it's pretty dope. Like, there's stuff to do that we take for granted because we're not tourists and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, but if you go down there as a tourist, you'd be like, wow, like who wouldn't want to go to the beach every day? You know what I mean? A lot of campfires. It like I said. It depends. Well, it's, it depends what crowd you with, because mm-hmm. it's hella, it's hella different crowds. Like, you got the hipsters and the hippie type people. They do that type of shit all the time. But you have had your own campfire? No. Damn. Why not? Those are fun. I don't know. I have had little cookouts and pool parties. So oh, that's right. The Pusha T Connect. How'd that happen? Um. So basically. He started Airwave mm-hmm. in Virginia. His, his production company or his, his, his label? label mm-hmm. 
in the 75. It was actually the whole DMV. So mm-hmm. he started his label, and everybody was, like, eager to be a part of mm-hmm. Airwave because it was something new. It had a major artist from Virginia mm-hmm. that was, mm-hmm. you know, almost, I mean, I guess he's an A-list, you know, type of, he's yeah, around he's those up there. people and mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, everybody wanted to be a part of it. So I just dropped the, I dropped this music video, and I just tagged him in it and he just commented on this shit what song was it it was called out my mind mm-hmm. it's on youtube i deleted it off everything else because it wasn't it's not really the lane that i want to go for mm-hmm. so but i have music like that but that mm-hmm. will come out in a different time when mm-hmm. i have the fan base to I understand whatever i want but i dropped that song he commented under it fire followed me after that so i was like well shit and then after that he just kind of kept in like Tapped in with my Instagram, and then he sent me his number. We've been in contact. He's talking to Brian, and, you know. He seems pretty cool. I saw him at, um, he did a pop-up during the, was it, yeah, something yeah, in the world he did, he did a pop-up, yeah, that, he was yeah. in D.C., yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, he's, he's very cool. He seems really cool. Yeah, he's dope, you know. But I just tapped in with hip-hop, like, like a couple years ago, and I was, it's kind of, I started listening to him, and it changed the way I started writing music so you were more so geared towards r&b i wasn't geared towards anything mm-hmm. i was just doing what was in my mind mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i wasn't structured by anything mm-hmm. but then i started listening more and paying more attention and that's when my music became more defined well, that's right i'm glad that he reached out to you like sometimes you know they don't really you know no, it yeah. seems really cool that he was genuine he, about um, it he saw me perform it was september 24th i only remember that because i had to sell hella tickets mm-hmm. so it was september 24th <laughs> last year he's that's when he saw me perform and i wasn't i was nervous so i was shaking on like nobody mm-hmm. really seen it but you know i'm i'm very intimate with my crowd i'm very honest with my crowd so like I'm like oh i'm fucking nervous oh really shit. yeah mm-hmm. like i had like a 30 minute set or whatever mm. and um so i mean we smoked it and People telling me, like, I still have people telling me now, like, yeah, at that show, like, he was cheesing, standing up. This on was the, last year? Yeah, standing mm-hmm. up on the counter, cheesing, like, she's crazy. Like, Where was this at? Uh, it was in Virginia Beach at the bunker, mm-hmm. at the oceanfront, mm-hmm. at the bunker. And, um, yeah, he was like, he, and then after the show, he hit me up. He was like, uh, I think he said, you smoked it. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow. And, and I've sent him songs and stuff, and, like, your pen is crazy. And I'm like. This motherfucker's telling me. Go ahead, man. You can manifest that you can sing a hook or something on one of his songs or something yeah, like nah, that. Shoot, sing a background vocal or I something. Shoot, you sing, you it. give me fire emojis. Uh, push it to a Terrence. You know, put me on a song. Shit, let me sing a yeah. hook or something. Now, I, I appreciate the um the cosign. You know, because <laughs> it kind of it kind of you know I'm not gonna say the cos. People think cosigns are more than what they are, mm. but they it definitely did do what it was supposed to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so what are some of your inspirations, your musical inspirations? Um, well, I grew up in church, mm-hmm. so I like the musicality of church, like mm-hmm. the production, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I like the food. live bands and yeah, stuff like that's that. How, that's where I got the live band from. Mm-hmm. And I used to play bass. Oh, I, I mean, I haven't played bass in like a year, but I played bass since I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in marching band and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Played percussion and things like that. Um, artists that kind of inspire me. Uh, I would say my 
music took a big turn. Like I said, when I started listening to Pusha T, like more like Numbers on the Board was actually one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. before I even tapped in with Pusha T at all. Mm-hmm. Like that was just something that just is like ear candy. Oh, ear candy. That's my new thing. Ear <laughs> candy. Shit. So like I was already like, wow, that shit's crazy. But then um tapped in with him, changed my kind of my writing style. Uh Shaka Khan. Okay, sh- okay. And then I started okay. doing a lot of research behind like what made these artists who they are. I tapped in with Aretha Franklin and Billie mm. Holiday. Mm-hmm. So what about what? So those are like really big names. Those are like legends that you're naming. Like what about them? Like did you what did you grab from them? What did you study about them? Well, I think the most that I liked about them, or the biggest thing I liked about them, was that they kind of created something. What you mean? That is still used, like just Mm -hmm. like that's still used to this day, like classic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Billie Holiday style of singing, you will still hear certain shit. That she did mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. And I, they were like innovators. But I just really like that. I like their ear. Like they knew what that where that sweet spot was. You like timeless music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that's yeah. what I aim for. So I don't I don't listen to stuff that comes in and comes out. Mm-hmm. I, I like to listen to stuff that lasts a while. And I want to dissect it and figure out why is this still stuck in my head? Why do I still want to listen to this every once in a while. I'm glad that you have that mindset because I, you, I, you said that you're not signed yet. You just um, are, you just make sure that you're managed. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you have plans of being signed or do you plan on just being independent and like trying to like maybe like do it that way or? Um, I think um, it would depend on what I'm offered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't sign until I know that I have the upper hand mm-hmm. and I can I can dictate what like I I want the label to say we need you mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying if, I asked that I asked that because you know I think I, I like your mindset hmm? I was about to say I don't, I don't know if I ever signed though yeah, I mean, I'm not. Listen, if you don't, more power to you. But I ask that because you know you said that you you know you revert, you're in control of your sound. You want to be, to be timeless, and you know I feel like a lot of what we see nowadays um, with you know people that are signed to labels, you know they want them to fit in a certain pocket. You know what what's this trending sound now? You know make yeah. a song for TikTok. Um, you know just do this, do this, do this. And sometimes you know a lot of artists, honestly, even the like even like really talented, successful artists, they're pressured in from their label to make a. TikTok TikTok song, even artists that have hits and multi-platinum selling records and singles and albums and all that stuff, they're still even pressured uh, to to do TikTok songs. Like, um, for example, I'm not sure if you're familiar with um Halsey, the singer Halsey. Um, she's um her her name's Halsey, and you know she's a very famous singer. She's very successful. She has multiple like platinum records. She's very successful. She has hit records, all that stuff. And even her record label was still saying, you know we're not going to let you release this new song until you make something that's TikTok-ish. Mm. Or like, you know, do make these TikToks first and then we'll, we'll let you let you release this new song. Mm. I think that, um, I tell Brian all the time, like, he'll ask me, what are you willing? And he's not asking me as if you need to figure out, but he'll ask me, what are you willing to sacrifice if you were to sign? And I tell him, if mm. I'm going into somebody's building to sign a paper... I won't be sacrificing anything because I want to make sure I'm in that door for the reason of you need me. 
and I feel like a lot of artists don't set it to where they don't walk into the building to where they have the upper hand. Like I said, like if I'm here giving you these, Drake don't have to make, <laughs> Drake doesn't have to make a TikTok song unless he feels like he has to make a TikTok song. I mean that we know of, we don't know. I don't know. But don't I mean, know. but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, though? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With Drake, that that's a, that's a he's like a unicorn. He can just drop him humming on something but real I quick, and it's still you know what I'm saying. People don't. I don't know what people compare themselves to, but I really be looking. I'm not saying like I'm Drake. Like yeah, I'm like Drake, or I'm like Kanye, or I'm like Beyonce, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like that's where I compare myself yeah. to because I feel like if I'm comparing myself to this or this or this or this, like now nah, that's where I'm gonna be. But I want to go in there and I want to have the upper hand and and they're gonna be like I need you. You're what you're, what you're doing is working. So we're gonna give you some more money so we could be a part of that. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. What would that? I feel like I honestly feel like there's not a lot of record labels like that. Like, what would be like the alternative for an artist that wants that? Like, like a publishing deal or something? Like, I don't know. Don't ask me. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm I trying don't to really. I don't research none of that because I don't care. Mm-hmm. I do care, but you you you, comes, you care when 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 it, when it comes it, across your desk. Comes, yeah, <laughs> like I'm, we've talked about it and stuff, but like I think labels are with that. But people don't know that they are with that. They want to make more money. So if you present them with a plan that's going to make them more money, mm. mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're going to do that. So what um what producers have you worked with? Um, would you like to work with? I love, uh, this guy, I've worked <laughs> with 808, turn him up. He's from the 75. I worked with... Uh, I don't even know how to say his name. He's from Brazil. Uh, oh, Brazilian. What the, I don't even know. His name is like, it starts with the, it's crazy. Um, You've worked with a producer named Knotts. Oh, yes, I have. You have? Yeah. Knotts. <laughs> That's what you wanted. No, I mean, no, tell me everybody. Tell me everybody. Like, you know, who do you want to work with? Who have you worked with? Like, you know, what, like, how is your, you know, journey going? And, you know. I haven't worked with a lot of producers, mm-hmm. though, but I have worked with Knotts. Mm-hmm. How was that? Because he, he I guess he, um, to my understanding, he produced for Kendrick Lamar and Busta Rhymes yeah. and, and Pusha T and, you know, all those yeah. people. So It was dope. He just, we just pulled up. I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Pulled up. He just asked. Or I played some music for him. He played some beats for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was like a, a nice little vibe session. We was both in there. Like He like, okay, I like this song. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to the beat. So I'm like, okay, I like this beat right here. But every time I see him, it's much love. I don't know. What's your, what's your writing process like? I don't really write. You just freestyle in the booth? Yeah. I hear that a lot. I Well, so I'm an engineer. So it's very mm-hmm. common now. I will say, if anybody watches this, a lot of people do need to go back to writing. Oh. And I'm not saying that no dickhead shit. People do need to respect writing again because that shit is important. But a lot of people come in the studio with their friends and they think, oh, I see my friend recording, recording in 15 minutes, put a song down. So I should do the same. People should stop freestyling. Ooh. But say it again real quick, real quick. For the, so, you know, make sure they, they heard that. A lot of people should stop freestyling. <laughs> For real. They should come prepare to the studio and write some shit. I've heard... And like, there's an engineer right now that's clapping in the background, guys. He, he's he's yeah. fed up, too. Yeah, I'm also an engineer. But I've had people, like, in the past couple of weeks come in with their shit written and writing and recording 
harder songs than people that's freestyling. Mm-hmm. People think that's just the way to go, but it depends on your style. Like my brother, Doom, he writes, and that motherfucker will write you until the day you die. Like you, he'll put you in your casket. Mm. You'll say after a verse, but there's some people that will put you in casket after they freestyle. Mm-hmm. Like they'll smack your head. Like, but <laughs> but for me, so I stopped writing because writing was working, but it wasn't like that shit won't hit in the way I wanted to. But I freestyled. I think the first song that I really put out that I freestyled was River. Shit, go crazy. I love River. See? Mm-hmm. But I free- I think I wrote like two lines and then mm-hmm. freestyled the rest of it. So what about writing? Is like you think too much when you sit down and write or you just... I think it just doesn't translate the same. Mm. So I really just... I pull the mic out and I go bar for bar, like two bar, three bar, four bars. And I just go. So do you write about real life experiences or do you write about friends experiences? Like I'm glad that was empty. So yeah. Do you, (laughs) do you write about real life? Like, you know, what's I, okay. So I try to keep it very, um, realistic to my reality Mm -hmm. and I do exaggerate some because that's what people, Mm -hmm. but I don't exaggerate too much. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's really real. Mm-hmm. You know, but you, people's, I'm not going to say people's emotions, including mine, are exaggerated in other people's eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What you mean? I don't know. I can't explain like it. You, like you, like. Like, I could be tripping off something mm-hmm. that you would be like, or even if, you might trip the same way, but mm-hmm. if you see me tripping, you'd be like, calm down. Oh, yeah. Everyone has, like, different realities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to present it in a way that people would be like. Just like like when people be like, y'all left me for dead. <laughs> people feel that. <laughs> but nobody really left you for dead. You know what I mean? That's the type of exaggeration. Like, yeah. nobody left you. I mean, some people did. Some people did have been left on the ground for dead. But, like, you know what I mean? I like, girl, you left me for dead. But she just left you and you have were having a hard time at the time. That's all it was. Seriously, you know what I mean? But if you sing that in a song, people be like, like Like, they'll really feel that shit so who would you want to write for like would you write for someone yeah i would write for anybody have you written for someone already Mm. you a ghostwriter let us know let me find out you you a ghostwriter i do have a song with somebody oh isn't it exclusive i don't know if i'm allowed to say who is it that we all know no no we all know this person do we all know this person? Do we all know this person? Brian's giving me nose. Okay. But do we know this person, though? Yeah. Is it a boy or a girl? It's a guy. It's a guy? Yeah. But we all know them? It's not Pusha T. Okay, but we all know them? Yeah. Oh, okay. But but um, you but you but you, you have a record with them? Yeah. Okay. But um, Y'all both singing together and stuff? Something. So like what's the singer? Anyhow. <laughs> see? 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 You got to learn early in the game. What the fuck these mo? You got to see what they trying to do. But so what's the scene? Is it Usher? I've, I've, I, have, I have written for sessions and stuff like that. Yeah. You've been and a part I've of writing camps? Songs. No. Is that a What's a writing camp? I want to know what a writing Do you know what a writing camp is? Um, I think they just sit around and write songs. And okay. probably send them off. Okay. Because yeah. I'm like, what is a writing camp? 
know. People that's trying to get into the industry probably. Mm-hmm. But, but I no, people that are already in the industry, they're a part of writing camps. Like they, they need camps to help them write their yeah, their next okay. album. I mean, no shade, but I'm. But saying. I'm not trying to. I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to get too deep into writing for people because people get stuck there for mm-hmm. decades. If I get the chance to, of course I'm gonna do that. But they're gonna know like. This is G Lit. That's right. For, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like we know, like, we know a Neo record. We know a right. I don't know Carrie Hilson record. Yeah. We know what we know what the Dream yeah. record. We know what. Yeah, Steve. you don't have to say you don't have to say who it is already, but like just whoever else you didn't who work with. I would yet. like to work with or write um, for. Shoot, either work with or write for. Like who? Who, who do you think you could write a cool song for? I would, of course, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I think I could get in the room though. I ain't gonna lie. I think I listen. Could. Manifest that shit. I think I could. It's not. It's not. It's not too far fetched. I swear. Okay. People think that shit is like. No, it's. Like, I don't think so. I think that she's very but open to new. I know who knows her. Artists. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But uh, Beyonce, Kaylani, I would love to work. Ooh, with her. you know what? That would be dope. Kaylani was just here um this past Sunday too. Yeah. Um, at the anthem, My that would be dope. Seen her in uh at the pavilion. No, at uh the amphitheater. No, mm-hmm. no, it was a pavilion in in Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That would be dope though. You, you and I, Kaylani. I would love to work with. Post Malone, P and B Rock. You know what? I feel like the Post Malone will really work for you. And like write for him or get on the song with him. Either or. Mm-hmm. Like I have a like I told you the out my mind song that shit would kind of be like in the same direction. Mm. But I have you know and um, like I said a P and B Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him around lately. I just seen, saw his Instagram today. Mm-hmm. Up is he still is he still you know doing music yeah. okay i haven't i haven't seen him a lot lately i haven't seen um, him mm, i would love to work with give on but hmm. i never really thought about making a song with him but i just i i'm in love with his music right now i like his tone that's what i've been listening to a lot um both his albums like back to back like i was listening to his album his last album and then he dropped a new one i've been listening to that one um, I think I would love to work with Capella Gray. Hmm. You made the Gallus song. Yeah, I know Capella Gray. Um, that would be dope. But I would. I. It's a lot of people. You know, you always forget. I love to work with Kai Infinite. I don't know if you know who that is. Who? Kai Infinite. Mm mm. Yeah. I really think that you, you and Post like Post Malone, that'll be dope. The Kalani piece. That'll be dope. I feel like, you know, you said that you can see yourself working with Beyonce. I, I can see it, too, because I feel like just by her last, like her previous project, or her latest projects, yeah. she works with a lot of, like, young talent. She's very open to working with a lot of different talents. So I definitely see that. Naja? Yes. She's yes. dope as fuck. And I love her music, She's too. dope as shit. I would love to write with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, I ain't gonna lie, she been having all the girlies. You know who wrote that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, I it think she like did some shit. Summer. She did some shit for Maroon Five and some other shit too. Yeah, like, it was like last summer. She had all the, you knew who wrote that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that'll be really dope. Yeah. That'll be really dope. Um. So, how about touring? Like, how do you feel about touring? Like, you know, I know you said that you were you're 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 really shy when you perform at new places. <laughs> um. Are you open to touring, or have you toured? Or like, you know, what are your plans when it comes to touring and stuff like that? Um, 
That's where the money's at. Yeah, I you. I, I so I heard that you torn in I London. Do have a tour in, in London, October. October. I heard that you. I heard that you. Um, you know, this is heard the podcast. So I heard that you. Um, you you performed at Pusha T's Airwave um showcase at Songbird um I in did. June. I, mean, I, I heard about that. You have um an only vibe set coming up soon. Um, in the DMV area. I heard about that. Um, you know, let's get into that. So what's going on with your shows? What's <laughs> going on with your touring? shows? Huh? Is that touring? That's something. You going from city to city and state to state? Oh, this is crazy. I don't know what's going on. Listen, you you are performing at shows. So basically, how do I feel about touring? How do you feel about touring? Um, How do you feel about performing? How do you feel feel about spreading? I I feel like I don't want to overwork my 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 supporters. What do you mean in Virginia Beach? So I I do minimum shows, and I only do shows I get paid for. Um, at at in Virginia Beach. Anywhere for. So what do you mean you don't want to overwork your supporters? So like at this stage right now, like there was a point like two, I guess three years ago, I guess before COVID hit, I was doing like open mics and shows Mm -hmm. every week and I was doing like two of them a week. Mm -hmm. And you know, you keep asking your supporters to come out to see you like it's too much. So I learned like do one every three, four months. And then ask them to buy a ticket because everybody got fifteen dollars in about three months. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. don't got fifteen dollars every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Every week. Mm-hmm. So how was the airwave show at Songbird? The push see through. That was pretty dope. I did it with this with the track. It was awful. At Songbird, damn, because no, I didn't for go. Me. No, no, I didn't. No, no, because Songbird they have a band. They have like a drum set. All that. They have instruments. So it was still on a track. You didn't have yeah. a band. Damn. Nobody had a band. But it was like a last minute thing, so I didn't have a band. But really? it was it was a great reception. Mm-hmm. I just felt so awkward up there walking back and forth. I tell you, why? I don't know. I need my band. Yeah. So you, you want the stage to be? I filled was out up. of my comfort zone, but it was cool though. Mm-hmm. Was Pusha there? No, he wasn't. I don't think he was there either. I don't remember him being there. No, he's um. on tour. I love DC. I love Maryland. They it's it's a different vibe up here. But I think it's just because they don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. So they, and it's good music, so they accept it. Yeah, like, wow, it's really good cool. music. But yeah, do you like performing here a better more than um, Virginia? Uh oh, I think I think that's a yes. Mm. I think that's a yes. No, I wouldn't say no. No, mm. we like better Virginia or um, the DMV. This 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 part of town. I like being up here for music, mm-hmm. but I like performing. In Virginia? Yeah. Mm. I like performing up here, too. Mm-hmm. But I have more supporters that aren't artists down there. A lot of supporters up here right now are artists. Yeah. I'm trying to get away from that, unfortunately. Why? Because they're artists. Mm-hmm. They're more than likely only only supporting you because you have something going on. There are some people that support you because they support you. Mm-hmm. And they like your music. Mm-hmm. But... Most of the time, it's politics. Mm-hmm. As low as I mean, as low as we are to the ground, it's still politics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. so, how do you feel about do you do you feel that you gain new fans every time you perform? Yes. Because mm-hmm. when I was at the um, sound was Songbird. Songbird. <laughs> when I was at Songbird, there's people singing my song in the crowd. Oh. Yeah, that's what I did. Oh. <laughs> I said, oh, well, I got some friends in here. I started singing to them. Because, you know, I'm over here. Because, you know, it's hard to perform in front of people that are absorbing because they all look like they hate it. Mm-hmm. But they're just absorbing. They mm-hmm. just have 
But there was people that sing it, and I was like, hell fucking yeah, I need you right the fuck now. Yeah. When was your, do you remember your first time you ever performed live? Yep. And it's crazy how like 15 people in the crowd singing my song. Mm. So paint me the picture. When was this? We was at Shaka's at the beach, R.I.P. Shaka's. And um, it was my homeboy Khalif's show. Mm-hmm. He put me on. He still makes music. Shout out to Khalif, 75. And put me on. It's my first show ever. I sold like 15 tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember most of the people out there, but I remember my homegirl Rose was there. My homegirl Lex was there. A couple more people from my job. I used to work at Texas Row House. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where you met your manager, right? Who, Brian? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. How'd I met you? Brian at a Airwave event for, what's his name? Um, I don't know how to say his name. Kari. Kari 3000? Kari. Mm-hmm. He was the first person signed. He's not signed anymore, but he was mm-hmm. the first person signed on Airwave. Mm-hmm. He had an event. I, that's where I met Brian. Okay. Yep. We I went to IHOP one day talking about shit. He was like, I was like, I engineer. He said, you do? What kind of money you make? I told him. And then we got a studio. Okay, so before, same we, before, we, get to, before we get to the studio, because you're a studio owner, correct? Yeah. So before we get to that, what when when did you perform your first performance was? Like what year was this? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Oh, so you so that was twenty seventeen. That's pretty recent. Twenty seventeen December. That's like six years ago. Yeah. Okay. So since so you performed that was twenty seventeen. Okay, so it's been six years since you've been performing live. So when did you start making music? Twenty seventeen. Oh. And you really got my first song. In twenty seventeen. Winter, the the fall, and you just haven't stopped. Okay, so tell me about the studio situation. So you own your own studio. You're an engineer, I do. and you own your own studio. You're an entrepreneur. So what's going on with that? It's pretty great, you know. Um, <laughs> I engineer. I'm not gonna lie. I engineer the whole seven five seven. I'm not. I'm exaggerating. Mm, am I exaggerating? I don't know. I I, I engineer people from Newport News, mm-hmm. Hampton, Portsmouth, mm-hmm. Norfolk, uh, Norfolk. Beach. Tappahannock. What am I missing? Tappahannock. Tallahassee. I just said those. Chesapeake. Chesapeake. I'm missing one more. All these bodies Seven of water. <laughs> it's a lot of bodies Did of I say water. Newport News. Mm, you said Newport News. So how many people suck? And how many people? <laughs> no. Not seven five seven. Uh, um, <laughs> how many? How many suck and how many are good? Well, right now I'm gonna tell you who I'm fucking with right now. Uh, T dot. I'm fucking with T dot. He's um. I don't know. I guess trap rap rap mm-hmm. hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, he has this pers- personality about him that translates into his music, and I I fucking love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has an ear that's different from, you know, that's important when it comes to rap because you can't have the same cadence as everybody. Mm. You um, know how many freaking juice worlds I hear nah, on the radio? Do you know how many juice worlds I record? No. You know what I mean? Not in, Virgi- uh, not in 757. Yes. T. Uh, Wyson Capo. Capo going crazy. Three million streams organic mm-hmm. from the streets, mm-hmm. from 75. Mm-hmm. Um, 
who else am I fucking with right now? Cot Infinite. Um, I, he's not my session, but he's not my my. Uh, he doesn't come record with me, but fuck with him heavy. Um, this dude Jayani, he doesn't come record with me. He moved up to Jersey, I think. Mm-hmm. Fuck with him. Naive, she's an R and B singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quee, she's an R and B singer. We have a song together actually that I'm trying to release soon. Um, there's a lot. So, but you do make connects though with the engineering, though, right? Hell yeah. Um, actually, um, I'll say just one, one easy one. Uh, I was recording this dude named YDC from Camelot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he made a song with me and Young Money Yarn. You know, Young Money Yarn? Yeah, you say Young Money Yarn? Young Money Yarn. Mm-mm. Well, he's tight with Pusha T. Uh, um, hmm. Basically, I got that connect through him because mm-hmm. he wanted to get on a song, came to my studio and shit. So, like, yeah, it do work like that. And I also, like, get I gain supporters from that. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's still, like, you still got to decipher who's actually supporting you mm-hmm. and who is um, just there. Because, because you got something going on. Yeah. Gen- you but, know, I, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. It's hella connections so, to make. So when somebody sucks, right? Like, how do y'all faces be looking, J. Rob? Like, both of y'all. Like, what do y'all do? Do y'all sit there and like do like a you know the 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 head nod because you want to make them feel good, or like it's just like? Well, I've trained <laughs> myself to not react react to anything that I don't personally enjoy. So it could be good. Mm-hmm. It could be good. It could somebody else could like it, but if I don't enjoy it and I can't give you an input. On this song, you're not gonna hear nothing from me. If you t- if you ask me, am I on beat or whatever the case may be? If I'm on beat, is like this a technical on key? question. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna let you know. Like yeah, you straight. This is nah. You need it again, or you should change this word. Take this word out. Add a word. Add a mm-hmm. syllable. Whatever. But other than that, if it doesn't excite me, then I. You know what I'm saying. And it's 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 all different genres. I record all different genres. I do record country. Uh, Naive has recorded it like a country song. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like this pop. This guy's name is Cody. He does like pop, inspirational gospel. He does like this weird mix. But there's songs that he does that I hear like a dance kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I'll chop that shit up for him. I'll fuck that shit up for him. But it's some songs that I hear. It's just like it's cool. Mm-hmm. People ask me like, "You fuck with this G?" I'll be like. It's cool. Damn. My heart would be broken if somebody was like, mm, okay, it's cool. But they keep coming back because it mm-hmm. sound good. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can't, I'm not, I can't. It's kind of like now, like, people, I don't see it, but people tell me, like, people respect your opinion. Mm. So you got to be careful with what the mm. fuck is going on. So now it's like I can't en- endorse anything that I really don't support. Mm-hmm. Even if it makes them feel good. Yeah. Damn. Because they'd be like, Cause I know you probably be in some bullshit, huh? Oh yeah, I've heard shit, and I'll tell people like, <laughs> you th- like if, especially like if they bring up a bad beat, I'll be mm-hmm. like, this beat is just not good. You need to find another one. Mm-hmm. I used to, I'll make sure they don't sound awful, but if they sound awful, I'll just be like, yeah, you'll know. So you don't produce? Nah. Have you tried? I have. Mm-hmm. I have produced. What tried. instrument do you play? What instrument? Play do you- bass. Mm-hmm. I play baritone. Oh shit! You a 
played. You must have played. You must have played in the band in high school, didn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I played xylophone. I played bells in the band. I played uh, cymbals. Uh. <laughs> I played baritone. <laughs> I played violin. I played oh. Bass. Yeah. I played clarinet in um elementary school. I Elementary school. I fuck with the what? What did you hear? What I said? What? Huh? I fuck with the clarinet. I fuck with all instruments. The flute. Yeah. You know the flute go hard. The flute is good in trap trap shit. Like that trap shit. The flute be going hard. I'm just trying to. You tired of hearing flutes? You tired of hearing flutes? Yeah. Why? Why? Why you tired of him? Wait. Why you tired of hearing flutes? Solo, solo. Wait, 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 wait. Why you tired of hearing flutes? Bro, cause that's just just. Wait, let me put it to your forehead first. What's that mean? What the hell does that mean? Oh my god! It just helps it go down easier. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> ah! This is like two shots. Oh, you took the whole thing. You're dangerous. Ooh. Terramana, please sponsor me. Speaking of solo. You have a single called Solo. I do. Let's talk about that before we close out. Let's talk about it. Yes. Let's play a little snippety snip. And I want then you to tell me. Close out. Do we talk about anything? We, what? <laughs> what do you mean? All the questions that you. Hear me out. All the questions you asked me, I feel like I gave awful answers. I thought you. I just, you, just seem, you just seem kind of nervous. So I'm just, you know, whatever. It's fine. We should, we should cut some shit out. What you, you mean, cut some shit out? It's, we, it's, it's good. It's good. I, I have to come back here after I'm experienced because. Why? You're, you're nervous? Touring, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, like touring. I mean, you know, you Do are. I look like I'm on tour. Just because, just because, no, 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 no. You, I mean, you are touring because you're from Virginia Beach and you're driving all the way from Virginia Beach to D.C., to Rockville, Maryland, to Bethesda, to wherever. That's, that's an a, a tour of some sort you're still touring you're, you're traveling to perform yeah. I mean it ain't like you go on a damn like you know what I'm saying like whatever but you know you st- it's still a, a form of a tour I'm really like oh yeah I got I do you're, on the, you're basically on the road you know what I'm saying you're you're basically on the road I'm like the fuck what tour, do- you're doing a promo run <laughs> yeah like yeah right now. huh <laughs> do I look like Kayla right shut now? up right. I cannot solo what we talking about yes your single do solo I'm gonna play a little snippety snip real quick cause I love this song I love River I love th- these are my top two like G-Lit songs that I love so much right, because yeah. I love your voice I love the production you make really good music and I'm glad that your music is good cause child you hear some shit child <laughs> it's some shit <laughs> okay so <laughs> This is off. This <laughs> is solo by G Lit's little snippety snip. I love the visual too. Okay, so tell me about this song. Like, how did this song come about? Who's the shorty you talking about in the song? Because you're giving very much descriptive adjectives and whatnot. And then also, I want to know with, with the visuals. Like, how did the visuals come about? Because you definitely give a visual when it comes to your stuff. Like, it's very aesthetics. Like, who's your marketing team? What's going on? So, basically, <laughs> this song, Solo. As in Solo Cups that we just drink out of? Literally. Okay, so basically. You want to sponsor, don't you? I stay. 
No, I got a sponsor. From Solo? No, not yet. Okay. Let's just say we do. Okay. <laughs> okay. So basically, uh, so I used to have this crib. We call it a God's estate. Like I told you, I was in part of a group called God's Greatness Over Deceptive Strength. We mm-hmm. call it a God's estate because we would all come over, record, chill. It's like a, like a creative house yeah. type situation. Unfortunately, that's where I slept, though. Oh. It's pretty shitty. Anyways. <laughs> So one day I was sitting in there with my brother Doom and my and Brizo, and I was on the, on the mic, and I was like, I found this beat, and I was like, this is hard. It gave me like a soulful vibe, like Erica. It wasn't like an Erica Badu type beat, but that's what I kept. Hearing. That's what it, no, I definitely I gave but Erica. That's where mm-hmm. I kept hearing like the 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 tonality, the way to sing and shit, like what kind of tone I wanted to use. So. Like okay, bet I want I want to try this anyways. It's a bullshit ass song, I swear. What you mean? It's bullshit. It's a bullshit song. I had a bar and it was a solo cup. You and you. I and grabbed the mic, laid down like this. That's why I'm recording. Like you sound, you sound comfortable. The vocals sound comfortable. <laughs> they do exactly. I laid down, grabbed the mic, and said solo, solo, and I just kept punching it right around town in the photo. Seat leaning back in the window, so black. Balmain Beauty in the red Cadillac. I always, I wanted to make a song called Balmain Beauty. I actually had a project called Balmain Beauty. Is it Balmain or Balmain? I don't know. I don't know either. Go ahead. I just hear, I hear, I hear <laughs> both ways. No, I, I hear, I hear both. I a project called Balmain Beauty in my folder, and I was like, I want to make a song like about that. So I put that in there. Balmain Beauty in the red Cadillac. I want to get to know you. So after I started getting into it, I was like, I'm visualizing. This is one of those songs where it was exact, like it was it was bullshit. Songs. Why why a red Cadillac? Like why a red one? I just, why a Cadillac? I just imagine Vegas, and that's kind of where. Yeah, I just imagine riding down the strip in Vegas with all these lights and like you know what I'm saying and like you know you down there probably not with no girl like you're not with no shorty so you just you and your homeboys down there y'all drunk y'all doing what y'all do y'all got bread so like you know what I'm saying y'all go wherever y'all go find some shorties and be like yo let's Take it back to my room. And that's why at the end it was like, after we done, you going to have to call your chauffeur. Damn, that's fucked up. Had to call the Uber? It was like That's a, fucked up. Yeah, it was like a one-night thing. Damn. So, the, so that's not call your the song, Uber. So, it just kind of, it was an easy-ass song. Like I said, I sat on that song for two years, uh, like a year and a half before I dropped it. You can go look at my Instagram. I have two live videos that were recorded. A year and a half. Mm-hmm. You and previewed. You previewed it to the I, crowd. I, I, that's kind of how I do my music, though. I perform my music before I drop it to see if the crowd takes on to it. Mm, okay, that's that's your that's your method. <clears throat> yeah, and solo was one of those that was because niggas be niggas be high in the crowd. Niggas be high. That's a good high. That's a good drinking and high. The like that's that's a river. good. The same mm-hmm. thing but yeah, like you mm-hmm. drinking, you just motherfuckers come in my it's a vibe. all the time and go so low, so low. Yeah, but it get aggy after a while. But yeah, you see, talking about so so low, so low. I'm the weakest of bitch, and like I said, the nigga T dot. He be I fuck with him. He was in the studio one day. He was literally sitting there on his phone like so low, so low. I looked back. I said, stop that shit right now. Like he didn't even know he was doing that shit. See, that's good. But shit. So basically, that's how it's on. It was it was a bullshit song. I just. Don't say that. It, it's not bullshit. It the was, song, the it song, was literally bullshit. The song is not bullshit. It's the, a great. Song. It's a great song. It's a great record. So, then I said, like I said, I sat on it and I couldn't figure out a visual for a long time. And then I was like, 
this some player ass shit. Like this is this you literally you literally ladies. playing poker, uh, sipping a cigar, uh, uh, puffing a cigar. And we were sick, sipping some Terramana. In a solo cup. That's my homeboy Tian. That's my brother Tian. That's my brother Doom. Light skinned nigga Doom. Mm-hmm. He's a cutie. The light skin is a cutie. Yeah. <laughs> that's Tian right there. Mm-hmm. So, and Brian's in that video too. Okay. So, yeah, we just, I was like, let's do some player shit. Let's, you know, put our robes on, put our little ascots on. And, and but I think, I think on, well, at least on Spotify, River has solo beat but we'll see because you pushing well, solo been out longer mm-hmm. yeah you pushing solo so we're gonna see what solo does yeah. now we're gonna get there it's, any it's, more singles coming out possibly what about the next project it's looking like next spring okay because you look like on spotify it. only see singles so you don't you don't have a project out yet Mm-mm. so you're gonna do an ep an album what's, what's the plan with that probably be an ep mm-hmm. like what like four songs type no, thing like it seven. just won't be a full album. Mm-hmm. But I just look at it as until you have the right, well, money to mm-hmm. to begin with, mm-hmm. the right audience mm-hmm. and the right marketing plan, there's no reason to drop a project because you work so hard on that shit. Mm-hmm. Like the music I have that's about to drop will literally change your whole mind about G-Lit. Oh, no, that's right. No, I'm serious, though. Like I'll play, I'll play some unreleased stuff. Okay, we do, we do. listen. These walls have heard a lot. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll play some, some. We've heard a lot. That's why I'm like, y'all, y'all can tell me off air who it is, because if y- if y'all want to, because we definitely people have came on the show. They they played some things, you know, from some collaborations they had with people that's on the radio. So I mean, no pressure. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. But um, <laughs> I, it's definitely a, a a new mature sound mm-hmm. for me. So I don't want to. I was actually trying to drop something. To, this month, August, but it just didn't come that right way. But gratefully and graciously, we've been blessed with you know some people in our lives yeah. recently. So yeah. we're working on a lot of stuff right now, and it's kind of going our way. Yeah. So thank God for that. Let things run its course. Like you don't have to rush things out. Like let it you know right and quality over say, quantity. Say drop, drop, drop. But don't. Like I said, like I said earlier, have the upper hand. Do like I have three singles out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I have three singles out, mm-hmm. and they're all spread over a year, a year, a year, mm-hmm. and even maybe even longer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you're doing your shows, though, like when you have like a 30 minute set, um, do you do cover songs just to fill in the gap? Not for real. The last time, the last show I had, the last big show I had, I did a cover song at the beginning mm-hmm. just to get their attention. Mm-hmm. But I don't, what was I don't, the song? What songs do you like to cover? I did weak. But I SWV? Really, yeah, I didn't oh, really sing shit. it though. I, I sang the beginning mm-hmm. and then they sung the, the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I told them in practice. I literally said in practice, I'm not singing this whole song. They're going to sing it and then we're going to go until they go, until they stop. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm not a cover artist. I don't think that I'm the strongest singer to do covers. I feel like. Girl, if, stop. No, I, I'm, I'm serious though. Like, I feel like if you're doing covers, you got to be a stronger singer. To make sure you know you making the song sound good, you know what I'm saying. I'm I, look. I make good music, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to tell y'all that I'm fucking Whitney. Houston. Stop it! You stop! Stop! Solo is a great singer. She's a great artist. She makes great music. Listen, <laughs> if you want to cover a song, there's always an artist for you to for you to cover. For Literally, sure. but I just um, 
Yeah, what were you talking about? You're, um, when you perform your songs and, and oh, yeah. things like so that, yeah. I have a 30 minute set. I have, uh, damn, what do I do? I do do unreleased. Unreleased, oh, testers, unreleased songs, yeah. But see, there's people in the crowd. I, I play off the people that I know is going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I have a lot of unreleased music that people have heard over the years. Mm-hmm. They know the words. Mm-hmm. So I just perform those. Mm-hmm. And there's songs that. Like this song called Mine. It's on SoundCloud right now, but it's not going to sound the same when you hear it live. Okay. Uh, I'm actually performing that on Saturday. In she Rockville, right? See that. Yes. In Rockville, yes. On your tour. On your tour. On mm-hmm. my little tour. Yes, your your mini tour. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Paquito? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like it's, it's a crowd interaction song. Uh-huh. So it doesn't even matter if you know the song. I'm just going to tell you the words. Call of action type thing, crowd engagement yeah. type thing, yeah. Okay, okay. So, that's so this project though, and I drag them bitches. I just say the hook over and over and over and over and over. Oh, the the week. Oh. No, no, no. Or solo and mm-hmm. river. I just keep going till they stop. I'm that's bad. I'm I fucking weak. I'm fucking weak. Okay, so when though? When are we getting this project? It will prayerfully be in the spring. Next spring. Cool. Listen, I am manifesting all positivity. I manifest that you have a successful release next spring. Next spring is my birthday as well. Nice. Um, I'm also like, hopefully, I'll be closing in on a, on a new home next spring. So you know, next spring, I'm 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 feeling all the positive energies, all the successes next spring. So I definitely feel like you will have a successful release. Um, will you be back on the show to promote your to promote your yes, new project? And I will answer your questions better. Stop. <laughs> you did just fine. It's okay. Um, okay, so any, any anything? Yeah, it's it's totally fine. So anything else before you want before you want to close out? Before we close out, I don't know. stream solo on all uh, on all streaming platforms by G Lit. That's G Lit G E E L I T T with two T's. Um, she's on all the platforms, right? Apple, Spotify, all those places. All of them. Tap into her social media. Where can they find you at? G Lit on on what Twitter and Instagram? <laughs> Are you a tweeter? You got Twitter fingers? You'll never know. Okay. Okay. Y'all not supposed to know what my Twitter is. Oh, your manager takes care of that? or No, I have a Twitter. Did your manager post for you? No. Oh, okay. No, he just <laughs> he just makes sure I remember. Th- well, I make sure he remembers shit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, ma- your manager was managing you today, okay? He's doing a great now, job. see, me and Brian is a partnership. That's how we describe it. Mm-hmm. We both do things that... Um, benefit each other you both work for the g-lit brand yeah yeah so i do do a lot of things myself but mm-hmm. he also does a lot of things to assist me mm-hmm. to make sure i'm in good hands you mm-hmm. know what I mean? mm-hmm. like yeah so. that's what's up we all need a brian in our life maybe I shoot mean, maybe everybody I need needs a brian in their life no bullshit i'm thinking about maybe i should get a manager or something john i don't no, know seriously like he's he's <laughs> great and he he's like earlier he was just working like this man works let me talk about brian because brian is a great shout out to brian because brian prepped me brian, brian prepped me before this interview because i knew things that gila didn't remember and i'm I like know, did you literally. what's this going on with this this london situation yeah. you about to be in london oh, doing some shit in london fact, let's retouch london town editing this shit <laughs> we will be in london in october we have um a few shows and more being added to our tour in London. Okay. Um, it's going to be me, So now, now you're saying tour. Go ahead. <laughs> it's going to be me, Shaolin, <laughs> and Monet in Brooklyn. Uh, we'll be out there 
for probably probably a maximum a month but it'll probably be like two to three weeks for now mm-hmm. so what we got planned out uh, we'll be out there at the end of october okay and um we're just trying to expand ourselves and you know and i'm gonna say this every time i see a soundcloud artist this was back a couple years ago every soundcloud artist blew up overseas first oh of course of course even mainstream artists are blue. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't you get know. that overseas. I, get that overseas coin now. But I want y'all to remember, America is probably one of the smallest places. Markets. Markets. Mm-hmm. America is one of the smallest markets. No, America probably is the smallest market. North America mm-hmm. is the smallest market. Just remember that. No, seriously, like that overseas success is a totally different thing. And they accept a lot of things that come for them. Mm hmm. Yeah. I peep that shit. They don't hear that. This is, it's not their culture. So it's like new to them. So they're, they're more receptive to it. I definitely peep that. And if it's good, I mean, they'll probably accept anything, but if it's good, it's even better. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like Rico Nasty had like a little stunt out overseas for a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. You got to. There's Mm -hmm. no, there's no way you're going to. Make some money for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's where the money is at. That's where the money be. Yeah, go ahead. Make what that. Else? Make them. Oh, Brian. Them I'm talking about Brian. Brian has a. Com- he is the head of a company called B Force. Okay. Which um, basically is an acceleration program for Black businesses. Not you knowing the the the, the, the description. Yes, <laughs> because that shit is amazing. That shit's amazing to me. Oh, that's right. He is a head of a acceleration program for black businesses mm-hmm. that basically if you are a business that is seeking to grow into something bigger and major, that's where you go. Mm-hmm. And they just help you to, I mean, in my opinion, I don't know, but they basically help you organize yourself. Strategy. Right. Strategize, mm-hmm. organize yourself. And take yourself serious. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what they do. They give you, and they also give you time with consultants, lawyers, and all types of things. They get you grants and all types of shit. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. I don't know if Shout before. out to Brian. Shout out to Brian Owens. Shout out to Brian. Mm-hmm. I love Brian. Because he definitely prepped me for G-Lib. Okay. And shout out to RVG. Shout out to RVG, shout out to Brian, shout out to G-Lip. Make sure you guys stream her new music, her new song, Solo. Anything else? I think that's it. Girl. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for tuning in to Her The Podcast. You guys can check out Her The Podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, YouTube, all those places. Make sure you guys check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Her The Podcast, H-E-R-D The Podcast. And we out. Bye.